is deconstructing gaslighting? What does that even mean? And why is it a crucial part of getting free and healing from gaslighting? Join me as my guest, Lauren, and I address these questions in today's episode. I'm Sarah Morales, and I'm the host of this podcast. But before we dive into today's topic, I'd like to invite you to check out my free assessment and the guide that I've created, how to handle a gaslighting experience when you see one. They are both located on the homepage of my website, and I'll have the link for you in the show notes. Today, I've asked Lauren to be a guest on my show as I talk about what deconstructing gaslighting is and how it can be so, so helpful in truly transforming your life. Lauren is a registered nurse, wife, mom, fiery Aries, so fiery guys, just wait for it. (laughs) passionate feminist and all around badass. Lauren, thank you so much for being on the podcast episode today. Yay. Thank you uh, so much for having me on, Sarah. Um, I'm so excited that you've invited me to be a witness of your magic and to talk about how deconstructing gaslighting really impacted my life in a huge way. So thanks for having me. Yes, queen. Yes. Awesome. So one of the things I actually talked to Lauren about this podcast episode before I had her come on. um, One of the things I wanted to do in deconstructing gaslighting is address so many different things that are misconceptions about gaslighting. And before we even get started on me unpacking what deconstructing gaslighting is and what y'all can expect from this podcast is just the myth that there are things that would put us out of reach, if you will, of being vulnerable to gaslighting. And, you know, that's why I wanted to to check in with Lauren and ask, you know, is it okay that we talk about you being a registered nurse? Because <laughs> yeah. like right now, y'all have so many nurses that are clients of mine right now, like at least four or five. And the reason why I love pointing that out is because it's, this is not a thing about how intelligent we are right? This is not like if I were smarter or if I were more street smarter, if I had better this or more that, like I wouldn't have fallen victim to these gaslighting tactics. And that's just not true, right? So so thank you for being willing to come on here and all your badassness and all of your muchness and, um, and share yes. from your experience because oh you God. were gaslit, right? Yeah. In a number of different areas. Yes. Lots of different areas, actually. Lots of different areas, right? And that's what part of our deconstructing process helped you identify was, whoa, it's not just this area that I thought, like, this is a lot more far-reaching than I had had previously understood, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, back to childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is powerful. I know you got a lot of freedom from that. I'm excited both today and I'm sure I'm going to have you on again at another time where we can talk more about your story. Um, But today, yeah, but today what I wanted to talk to you all about um, is kind of why deconstructing, um, why this phrase, why this understanding. And um, I wanted to start with my word of the day. I told y'all last week, I want to start every episode with a word of the day, one main point. And I'm a word nerd. I've been known to in the middle of a text with a friend. Like this isn't even something important. Well, I mean, communicating with friends is important, but you know, this isn't like a job resume or something like that. In the middle of a text with a friend, I will stop and Google the definition of a word, make sure I'm actually using the word I want to be using. So super huge word nerd. So when I was, um, trying to kind of put into a phrase what I was trying to do 
I came across the concept of deconstructing. And um, so I wanted to share with you all the definition of what deconstruct is. And deconstruct is to break something down into its separate parts in order to understand its meaning, especially when this is different from how it was previously understood. So again, uh, part of my story, part of my passion is taking a lot of the stigma and a lot of the half understandings that are around gaslighting and help people deepen and widen their understanding of what it is, how it presents itself in their lives and how they can get free from it. So in order to do that, I needed to understand all of the different moving parts. Like I think of a grandfather clock, right? You know, all the different wheels and cogs that are connected and moved together. And if you take one out, it's not the same, it's not going to function the same way. So for me, I saw the nuances. My brain was able to see there are all of these different nuances to a gaslighting experience. And I wanted to understand each specific cog, right? Um, so Great. That's why I did that. But why, why do that in a podcast, right? (laughs) Why make that a whole thing and do a podcast based solely on deconstructing gaslighting? And what I really became convinced of as I've worked in this field and, you know, been in different forums and different things like that. One of the most powerful things that we can experience is when we see ourselves and the stories that other people are sharing, right? Like how many times are you in a forum or are you in a group or has, and, and somebody starts by saying, has anyone ever experienced <laughs> this, right? Has anyone ever had their person say this to them? Has anyone ever felt this way? We are looking for that feeling of somebody else has been through this too. I'm not the only one. There's not something wrong with me. I'm not the broken one. I'm not the crazy one. Like we're looking for ourselves in other people. And by the main point of this podcast being about sharing stories that I believe we are going to accomplish. So I'm going to pause here for just a second and um, just ask you, Lauren. Yeah. um, what difference did that make for you? And how quickly did you connect with the fact that, wow, seeing my story and other people's people's stories is really impacting me? So I, the thing I wanted to blurt out when you were talking was um, you, I couldn't nod my head enough mm-hmm. at what other people say in a group setting that causes so much validation because you're so lonely in that space. And when I was able to be with a group of women who were so vulnerable with their experiences and stories, the floodgates were opening and I was like, Oh my gosh, me too. Oh my gosh, me too. And (laughs) Uh you felt like that. So did I, it was so empowering to feel validated and what I knew to be true. Yeah. You know? Yep. Absolutely. and it made me feel safer. Yeah. And probably yeah. safer in your own skin. Right? Safer in my own skin, safer yeah. in who I was. Mm-hmm. You know, like I thought for so long, like, how did this happen to me? I'm actually a mental health nurse. And so I help people with their feelings all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, I know this stuff. Nobody can manipulate me. You know, I mm-hmm. understand all these things. Um, and then when it happened to me and I realized it was happening, I was like, how did this happen? Like, mm-hmm. and I started doubting myself, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, when you find this community and you hear everybody's stories, it's like, 
man, it is not just me. And, you know, I'm not alone in this and I am not crazy, you know? Um, and when you trust yourself, you feel safe. So validation was absolutely one of the most empowering parts. Yep. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so to Lauren's point, right? Like I talked about how helpful it is to hear people and thank you for, for sharing even that you're a mental health nurse, right? Like this, no, this is no. a nurse, mental health nurse, right? Like, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. people have these preconceived notions that if I were this, I, you know, it wouldn't be vulnerable to this, but hearing stories from straight from the mouth, of people that have all different backgrounds, culturally, intellectually, um, right, religious beliefs, countries, right? We have I've mm-hmm. had clients from all around the world, professions, sexual orientations, like all of these things. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. when we hear it coming from all these different places. It helps us not to buy into those self-shaming messages of if I were smarter, if I were stronger, if I were better right? It really helps minimize those and silence those because they can be really loud, right? And so, screaming loud in your head. (laughs) (laughs) And so I love that part of community, right? Um, And then again, that thing that nobody is invincible, right? So there's, again, I've always been a real stickler to this and I'll call it out in my my people when I hear them doing a self-shaming message, like, no, there's nothing wrong with you. It's not about this. It's not about that. Like, let's not do the self-shame, right? So I love that aspect of the community. So a few more things that I've really found to be true about what happens when we hear stories where we can see ourselves in other people. Um, And even not just seeing ourselves in other people, but having that support of other people going through the same thing. I remember one of my earliest clients um, when I first started working um, around gaslighting and betrayal trauma and different things like that, who um, her her ex, uh, she she might be listening. I don't know. She'll know who she is if she's listening. Um, Her ex is one of the most prolific gaslighters I've, I've ever met in my career. And I remember her saying if I hadn't have had this group, I would have gone back to him. I wouldn't have been able to stay clear headed and I would have gotten sucked right back in. Right. Because what we find in community with others going through the same thing is a solidarity that helps us stay strong. It anchors us. It's one of my favorite phrases. Thank you, Beth Perry, my coach <laughs> who introduced me to that phrase. It anchors us to our sanity right? It anchors us to that place of safety and clarity. So I I love that being able to say, Hey, this is what I'm thinking has happened. I think that this is gaslighting. Do you think that this is gaslighting? And you're like, hell yeah, that's gaslighting. (laughs) Like, yes, yes. You are so right. Right. It helps us stay grounded. Right. Um, and then the last thing is, um, you know, I, I was thinking about, um, I love to run. Um, haven't done it in a while, but, and I've not done it many times, but there, there's been a few times I've done like a 5k run or something like that. I remember the very first time I did a 5k run and the energy that was like around me with like all of these other people that had the same mission, right? Mm -hmm. Varying levels of where they were in their running life, right? Like some people were newbies. Some people have been doing, this is like their hundredth 5k or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you were side by side in that energy, right? Like it was contagious. Yeah. Right. In a a good way. 
right? In a good way. We're we're in the middle of a pandemic, so maybe I should use a different (laughs) word. But, you know, (laughs) it was something, right? Like this place when we have a community and we feel connected to others that are trying to learn the same things and grow and wake up and live free, right? When, Mm -hmm. when, When you run by yourself, you only have your own strength and your own motivation and your own goals before you. But when you run a race with a thousand other people, right? Makes me think of this um, saying this, it's an African proverb that I actually have on my website. It says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. There's this, isn't that beautiful? There's this energy that we find strength and we find um, that almost, it's not determination. It's like that thing where we feel like we can carry on longer. Um, Search for S. I don't know why I can't Stamina. Stamina. Thank you. That's the word. (laughs) It gives us stamina to keep fighting because this is hard, right? This work that we do around mental and emotional, psychological abuse, also known as gaslighting, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard. And so having that energy of other people is a beautiful experience. It's so empowering. So empowering. It's so So, empowering to have it. Tell me about, I just throw a curveball at you. (laughs) Yeah, go for Um, it. Just just because I know um, some of the things that that have been shared in the group context that you've been a part of. um, You know, what has the difference been to you on your hard days when you've known that there was a group that, that was there waiting in the wings for you? So I think for me, I never felt alone. I think before I had the group, I would go back to myself, right? Mm-hmm. At, at that point, who was unsure and felt crazy and didn't feel sure of myself, you know? So when I had the group, I felt love and I felt supportive and I felt at any moment I could reach out with like, you know, is this gaslighting? Are you, Mm -hmm. are you sure this is what's going on? And it was, it was a place of exactly what you said of like solidarity of, Hey, this has happened to me before. You're okay. You're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know, stand firm in your truth. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think having that, you know, I, I didn't back down. I didn't, you know, fall the wayside, you know, I continue to stand up for myself. And I think having that support and that community, like was, a huge like contributor to me moving forward in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so wonderful to have like so many women um, come together in a community and within relationship to, you know, uh, join together and feel it together because it's hard stuff. Thank you for that, Lauren. I think that's a great way to just explain the impact of what having a community is. And, you know, while we can't engage um, in a podcast, the way we might on a group in Facebook or something like that, what I hope to accomplish through this podcast in the sense of community is simply by listening to others, right? Like every week I'm going to have a new person on here mm-hmm. sharing a story about how they experience gaslighting and inviting you, my listeners, to sit down and imagine, you know, grabbing a cup of coffee and just sitting with a friend. Like that's mm-hmm. the energy that I am trying to show up here with. Like, come be my friend, you know, like come, come sit with me and talk with me and, you know, trust this community to give you truth. Right. Um, and so I I just, that's my hope for the energy and what we will accomplish in this podcast and in this community. 
And so that's the number one goal for me. I do have a secondary goal, which is why the deconstructing part, right? Like I could just come on and have people tell stories and that's it, right? Like here's some gaslighting, um, listen to this story, right? And then we're done and <laughs> we wrap for the day. Like, what can we learn from this and move on? But for me, part of what has been so instrumental in my own healing and then in the programs that I've, I'm now doing is this this deconstruction part where I actually give names to different things, right? And that's that deconstruction piece. And for me, you know, knowledge is power. And part of having knowledge is being able to name things, right? Like if I have this delicious food at some restaurant, I can't order it again if I don't know what it's called. Like what's that thing with the, what's crunchy and it has this stuff in the middle and like, <laughs> it's a spring roll, right? Like, <laughs> you know, that's what Would it's called. Not <laughs> right, all right. So, <laughs> right. No, no clue. <laughs> like, right? But that's yep. the thing, like being able to give names to things helps us identify it 10 times faster. Yeah. Right. So for me to be able to go like, okay, I know that's gaslighting, but I have no clue why. To then being able to say, okay, I know that that was gaslighting. And I can tell you that was gaslighting because that was a statement that was full of coercion. Right. And now that I have that, I'm rooted so much deeper in my knowing because of that ability to have a name. Right. So that's the aspect of the deconstructing part that to me is a, the empowerment piece, right? So that's a, a, um, a big part of what I'll be doing in each episode starting next week, where I will be giving names to aspects of the different um, things that are happening in the stories that we hear. And I'm not going to deconstruct the whole thing, but each episode I'll highlight two or three different things so that we can always have a takeaway. So Lauren, really quickly, before I move on to, um, you know, a little bit more unpacking of the why deconstructing. I just would love for you to share just for a minute or two, um, you know, what the difference meant for you to be able to begin to put names to the things that you were experiencing. How did that impact your ability to, you know, stay grounded and stay connected to your truth and different things like that? Well, like you said, knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. And I had so much doubt that caused so much anxiety on the daily basis. I wasn't even aware that I was holding it. Mm, I and love that. Can I pause no, there for one second? Yes. I just want to highlight that. I want to, I want to like, it's almost like for those in the back, let's say that again, <laughs> because yeah. I have had so many clients be misdiagnosed with an anxiety disorder or some issues with anxiety, even medicated for anxiety, right? Yep. And when they started being able to name the gaslighting and step out of that, the anxiety went away. Absolutely. Right. So I just wanted to pause and highlight that because I didn't want people to miss that. You were saying that you were experiencing all of these things. One of them was just a lot of anxiety. Yes. So carry on, please. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah. And you're right. Like I had PRN medications that I was taking because my anxiety had gotten so bad. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have a clear memory of, you know, working with you and you saying and me telling you something that I thought and you saying, hey, is that your voice? Mm -hmm. And I was 
like, no, that's not my voice. That's someone else's voice in my head from previously in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, telling me what, you know, I thought I was, which was not my truth. I was able Mm -hmm. to look back at that and I was able to identify, you know, back in my life and the scenarios that happened that were not my truth. So Mm -hmm. like where the brainwashing was happening and where mind games were happening Mm -hmm. and all of these instances, I was able to literally go back and change the narrative of these situations and say, oh, hey, you know, like you told me that, you know, I was really mean in this situation. And now I can look back at it and be like, no, I wasn't really being mean. I was actually Mm -hmm. standing up for myself. and when I was able to identify that, um, it, it was a game changer because my anxiety started relieving because all of that doubt that played in to what I thought for so long completely changed. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and it was that. so powerful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the anxiety just, you know, it, it slowly lifted because yes. I had my power back. Yes, you did, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I love that so much. I especially love the part where you said you were able to go back and rewrite the narrative. There is so much power in that, right? I remember for me, um, the moment in time when I when I had the realization, I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) else gets to define me. I define me. Yeah. I define me. Nobody else gets to do that. There's so much power in that and being able to go back, especially and see when different definitions that we've taken on about who we are were first, you know, brought into our lives and rewrite that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, that was their perception of me. And I don't agree with that anymore. Right. I'm not going to let that have power over me anymore. I love that so much. Okay. So moving into, um, a little bit of a more of an explanation of why this deconstructing aspect. So I am a math and a science nerd. I just loved math. They were my two favorite science uh, subjects in high school. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we, we fly our nerd flag proud in our family. <laughs> we, we are a bunch of nerdy nerds and um, chemistry was actually my favorite class in like all of high school. And my favorite part of that was going into the labs, right? Like getting my little geeky lab coat on and the glasses and all of the things I didn't care. I was so all for it. Like bring on the next, bring on the next Mm -hmm. experiment. I couldn't wait. Um, (laughs) And I think for me, part of it was just kind of understanding even back then what I, this principle of what I've done with gaslighting, which is the more familiar you are with any element, let's take H2O, for example, right? Like getting some, what happens when I put it in a beaker and I put it over fire? What happens when I put salt in it? What happens when I freeze it? What happens when it turns to gas? Like, There are so many different ways to engage with this one element. And what's interesting to understand is that's an element in different situations. It's the same element. It presents differently in different situations. Mm -hmm. My brain noticed this was also true of gaslighting. That gaslighting is gaslighting, but it presents itself 
differently in different situations. So when I realized that, I was like, okay, I need to understand all of the things. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I need to understand what happens in this situation, what happens in that. And by being able to break it down and understand how it presents in all of these different um, aspects and situations, what I further understood was different people connect with different ways that it presents itself. So for example, um, some of the things that I will go through in this um, podcast when I do the deconstructing part is I will name the, um, the methods that people experience. I will name the tactics that someone who's doing a, a gaslighting behavior might use, the techni- um, tactics, the techniques. Um, I will also talk about the roles that people might slide in and out of when they are engaging in the gaslighting behavior. Um, So these are all different ways that people might notice that gaslighting has happened. And and somebody might really say, you know, I'm really good at identifying the roles, not the methods so much. Mm -hmm. Right. And so even just being able to identify and get really good at one aspect is going to help you be able to recognize it when it's happening more and more. The more we can recognize it, the more we can not get sucked in by it. So, um, so that is kind of like the why of the deconstructing and why I think it's so important and how it can be helpful because it doesn't look the same, right? Yeah. Again, again, that's one of the things that people kept coming to me about early on is like, you know, people are talking about gaslighting is, is experienced like this and that's not my experience, but I still think I'm getting gaslit, but maybe I'm not because, and I'm like, no, 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 you are. So let me figure this out because you're not wrong right? Mm-hmm. That it's, it's a different experience over here. So that's kind of what I've done is I've looked at as many different ways that I've seen it be experienced and kind of put them into different categories so that mm-hmm. we're able to kind of look at it and understand it and put names to it. So do you have any thoughts to add to that or any anything you think that our listeners might want to hear about what it's like to be able to, to understand yeah. the different aspects? I uh, I remember when you first taught those to us and I had like a gigantic piece of paper where I was mm-hmm. trying to connect all of them together, all of, mm-hmm. all of the methods and the tactics and the techniques. And I think, you know, when I was able to connect those dots and actually see it visually, I was able to place it in so many situations and mm-hmm. it started my, you know, deconstructing and like that started the light bulb effect of like, how is my body reacting? Mm -hmm. How do I, you know, how do I feel in my body when I see these things happening? You know, like I was reacting to a television show, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing gaslighting in TV um, Mm -hmm. and all these different, you know, things like I would see people on the street or at a restaurant or in a friend's group. And I would see like a tactic or a technique or something, you know, that you had taught. And it was Mm -hmm. just almost, um, it was incredible to be able to identify mm-hmm. all of it and just, you know, change the way I thought about things and, and be able to really see it. You know, it, it's, it is incredible to have that knowledge. Mm, I love that. I love that. Um, so the last few things I want to talk about, about just kind of elaborating about what y'all can expect in this podcast as it pertains to this concept of 
what is deconstructing? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the deal, Sarah? Like, why is it everywhere for you? (laughs) Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I've got my deconstructing uh, gaslighting workshop, my, you know, my, and all these different things. What is it, Sarah? Like, why? Um, So again, it's just like this. Well, thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Um, So, uh, you know, what I do um, foundationally, I've taken gaslighting and I've, I've deconstructed it, if you will, into two components, right? And, and people that, um, either have attended or want to attend my workshop, you'll learn about this in depth, but it's basically that gaslighting is both a behavior that somebody does. And then it's an experience that somebody has internally. So again, what I'm going to do in this, um, podcast is I'm going to further break down the behaviors that a a person that is engaging in gaslighting does. And then I'm going to break down what is happening inside of the person on the receiving end of the gaslighting in particular in two categories. And that is um, what risk they might be um, being exposed to in that situation or what trap they are falling into. So these are different things that I teach. All right. So I think that's about all that I have about actually describing and helping people understand what is deconstructing. Um, Again, I just want to let people know in my podcast, it's not my goal to necessarily do a deep dive because this isn't necessarily primarily an educational podcast. It's a storytelling podcast where I will highlight things. Um, So Y'all will eventually know how to reach me if you want to do deep dives. Um, So I think the last thing I kind of wanted to share about this is how I believe, again, that listening to this podcast, coming here every week and listening to the different stories and hearing me break this stuff down. I mean, first of all, you're going to laugh and that's going to be good because I'm fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. You're hilarious. I am. And you are I'm hilarious. well-established back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, so that's, that's good. But no, seriously, seeing yourself in these stories, connecting with your situation, what it helps us do is stay more out of self-doubt because you can start to see the moving parts. And again, in my workshop, what I talk about and and liken an, um, a gaslighting experience too is this concept of uh, the gaslighter being somebody shooting a bow and arrow, and us being the target. And the more I can start to see those different arrows flying, the more I can step out of range and not be walking around with arrows sticking out of my body. <laughs> right? I propose. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think it's really, really difficult to leave a relationship if we need to, if we're still being gaslit, if we're still walking around with those arrows in our bodies, we are not strong enough. We're not clear enough. The fog is not lifted enough for us to be able to make decisions that are in alignment with our true selves. We're in survival mode. So my goal is to help you experience less arrows so you can get more clarity. Any thoughts or questions or things you think our listeners would, our listeners, your part, your co-host now. <laughs> I'm, co- I'm co-host. I'm co-host yeah. now. <laughs> your co-host now. <laughs> the listeners would want to maybe understand or um, any cur- encouragement you would have for them about how even just in this format that, that this could be something that could benefit their lives. You know, I think 
this is a, a life-changing thing. Um, and having the knowledge around um, what gaslighting is and how you can just deconstruct it in your own life um, on a daily basis will change who you are and, and actually allow you to be the person you want to be and to be free. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, you know, looking at my own vulnerabilities in this and how you said, you know, you're going to look at, um, the gaslighter and then you're going to look at the gaslighty is like, you know, part of this, you know, part of this work and listening and hearing is like, you're going to look at your own vulnerabilities Mm -hmm. and, um, really see yourself, you know, before and now and and be able to identify you know all of these narratives in your head that weren't real and will help you step into your truth and like I've said to you Sarah and in our group a bunch of times is like um if I can stay awake I'm free yep yep and if I'm alive and awake my life is my own Yep. And through this work, that's, that has been the most impactful thing for me. Um, and it's amazing to hear the stories and to deconstruct it all and listen to your jokes. Cause you're hilarious. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm looking at like the, the lineup of people that I have coming on over the next few weeks. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to roll up Perfect. my sleeves and just like, first of all, you know, deconstruct this stuff. But secondly, just have a good time with these people. Like some of these people are people from my past that I haven't heard of or not heard of heard from in like 10 years. And I'm like, yo, what's been up with you? Like, let's catch up <laughs> on my podcast. <laughs> like, let's, let's go. <laughs> let's go. And let's deconstruct, deconstruct some gaslighting. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, Lauren. That's awesome. Okay. So wrapping up today's podcast is probably a little bit shorter than quite a few of ours will be because I don't really have um, the next kind of segment of the podcast, which would be what I call the deconstruction zone. Right. And that's when we're going to spend some time sharing a story. And then that will be when I, when I real time, I'm so excited about this because real time, I'm going to present to the person that's sharing the story. What we won't have done this ahead of time. They're going to submit their stories to me ahead of time. I'm going to do the work that I do. And then real time on the podcast and be like, so this is what I think happened. What do you have to say about this? Like, does this resonate with you? And then I'm going to say, and this is where I think you were vulnerable. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Right. So real time, you're going to get to hear people um, having aha moments that I invite you to have along with them. Right. Again, if you can identify with them, you can be like, oh, I do that too. And you can have your own aha moment. So that's what we'll do next. And then here's again where I want to invite you. Um, to go ahead and visit my website if you have a question, right? So I, I really want to have a listener question and answer segment as well, but I need questions, y'all. <laughs> so yeah, I need you to submit some questions. So I'm going to take a few minutes each episode. Um, so if you, I, I don't have the technology yet or the manpower to do live um, questions and answers, but if you want to go to my website, the link will be in the show notes where you can go directly to the form where you can submit a question that I will then answer. And you can do it anonymously. I don't have to share your name. Um, I will answer your question 
in the listener question and and answer time. Okay. And then my last segment in every episode is going to be called set your alarm. And just like Lauren so brilliantly said just a few minutes ago, talking about how if I'm awake, I'm free. This is my cheeky way of saying, listen, if you want to either become more awake or if you're already well on that process, if you want to stay awake, this is where I'm going to share some tips and tools to kind of quote unquote, set your alarm, right? Just like we go to sleep every night, we need to, a lot of us set an alarm to get up in the morning. There are things that we can do or need to do in order to continue waking up or um, wake up in the first place, right? And so my tip or my tool for the day comes from an epiphany that I had about a year ago. And that's when I was searching for what embodies this work that I'm doing in my own life and that I am so passionate about helping other people do. And that's this concept of embracing awakening, right? It's it's something that we don't just, you know, give mental nod to, or it's not just something that we say, oh, that's a nice concept. I'll, I'll you know, think about it every, we have to embrace it as a process. It's also not just a one-time thing, right? We need to decide that it's something we are convinced we must have in order to, as Lauren said, have my life, right? Mm-hmm. Be the steward of my own ship kind of a thing, right? Like we must embrace awakening. Now this can be scary, right? It's hard work, right, Lauren? It's hard yes work sometimes to, um, to embrace our awakening because it takes commitment. It takes looking at some stuff that might bring up some grief. Um, but the beautiful thing is that the commitment isn't to anybody else. It's to yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I would encourage you all that are listening today to give yourself permission to prioritize your mental and emotional well-being. Give yourself permission to say, you know what, I want to live free and awake, like Lauren said. Um, And I want to leave you with this quote that comes from Jay Shetty. I love Jay Shetty. He's a great guy to follow too. He says, knowledge is power and it can help you overcome any fear of the unexpected. When you learn, you gain more awareness through the process and you know what pitfalls to look for as you get ready to transition to the next level. And that's what being awake is about is I'm always becoming not in a pressure way, right? Lauren, it's not, it doesn't feel pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I have to become this higher, better version of myself. It's like, Oh, good Lord. I get to become like, it feels so amazing. Every, every step we take into becoming a, a higher version of ourselves is exciting. It's exhilarating. It's liberating. And so it's not full of pressure as in, this is something I have to do. It's like this glorious thing where it's like, oh my gosh, like I get to do this. I get to, this feels amazing. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's like a beautiful experience. Seriously. So, um, so I just wanted to leave that with everybody. I encourage you um, join us. I, I really, and my knower believe that this community is going to be a place where we are going to be able to bear witness to a lot of people embracing their awakening and seeing people get freer and healthier and more awake and just a really vibrant community. So welcome. Um, thank you for listening to today's podcast. 
And thank you, Lauren, once again, for being here. I should say that first. (laughs) Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. So enjoyed having you on here and can't wait to have you back. Um, Oh, I will. Awesome. If you, my listener, liked today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And additionally, if you think, if you can think of one, two, three, as many of other people that you can think of (laughs) that could benefit from this, which I make up as a lot, um, please share it. And remember, this is my mantra, my gift to you. Remember, it's not about becoming who you want to be. It's about awakening all that you already are. And once again, I leave you with the anthem of this podcast. Not today. We got stars in the-